Welcome to the Linsanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome into another edition of the Linsanity Podcast, part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get into the podcast, I just want to give a quick shout out to you incredible listeners. I mean, we've got so many podcasts coming right now, uh, whether it's the Power Hour, it's going to be discussing the trade deadline, back shoulder fade, and then uh, this podcast, we hope that uh, it suits to your uh, ability, you know, your fandom and sports. Uh, we know Zach's going to give some PR, uh, you know, uh, for the Academy. Uh, Bryce here at about a, in a little bit or so. Uh, so, uh, you know, unfortunately for those that, you know, want some actual criticism of the movies, uh, that's not going to be available uh, uh, with, with Zach's pod. But if you want to check it out, you can, right, Bryce? Absolutely, you can. Absolutely, yeah. again, it's yeah. a little PR for the Academy. Zach loves the Academy. If you guys watch the show, absolutely loves him. He has a great passion and, and uh, he's very affectionate towards the voters. Very and, supportive. You know, he, he respects their knowledge above all else. So uh, we, we, got a, we got a big we got a big pod today. We got Super Bowl. We got college basketball. Um, let's start with the Super Bowl, Bryce. Uh, we talked a little bit about it on back shoulder fade. Uh, just kind of, you know, the way that the game could potentially play out. Currently, Bryce, the Niners are, are projected as the favorite uh, against Kansas City. And, uh, you know, you got about a that week layoff, uh, you know, so, you know, the game's in Vegas. Uh, you know, it's got all the lights in it. It's a rematch from a couple of years ago. Uh, what do you kind of think of this matchup? Well, it's a big time. I am conflicted. This is, this is, uh, one of, this is one of my favorite coaches and one of my favorite players in the NFL going head to head. And uh, I, I'm very conflicted. It's going to be a big time matchup. Uh, obviously, in my opinion, my opinion is the Niners, obviously. I, yeah, I do think it's obvious. They have the better team. They have Christian McCaffrey. They have Debo Samuel. They have George Kittle. They have Brandon Ayuk. They have Trent, uh, Trent Williams. Fred, uh, Fred Warner, you know, uh, whoever else they got, Nick Bosa. I mean, they just, they're loaded with talent. They should, they should be favored and they should win this game. However, they are facing my goat and Patrick Mahomes, who made me eat it when I picked the Baltimore Ravens like a fool, like an absolute fool. I picked the Ravens. And I swore, I swore that I would never pick against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs again. Well, guess what, Caleb? Okay. I might shock you. (laughs) You're right. I'm not picking against the GOAT, baby. I'm, I'm not picking against the GOAT. What kind of clown show is this? No, I swore I would never do it again. And I'm not doing it again. I cannot bet against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. Him and Andy Reid are, are a match made in heaven. They put together great, great game plans. Kelsey is showing up in the, in the past two games. I can't imagine he wouldn't show up in the Super Bowl. The thing is, is I've said it on here and I'll say it again. Steve Spagnuolo is the greatest playoff defensive coordinator I have ever seen. I have ever seen. He does know how to turn it on. He, he just gets his defense. He stifled 
The league MVP. He does. The league MVP. And, and Zach tried to defend it again the, today at work. Just so you know, okay, we tried to defend. He tried to defend the Ravens. He, he thought the Bills had it more on a silver platter than the Ravens. Oh, False. come on. False. False. <laughs> the Ravens had it made. And they blew it. To my go. You can't defend the Ravens after that performance. You can't defend it. You can't defend the Bills either. <laughs> it's an absolute it. clown show. <laughs> So oh, on, I'm bro. not, I am not going to pick against Patrick Mahomes. Now here, here's what I will say. This has the potential to be even uh, one of the better Super Bowls we've seen. Now last year's was very good. Very, very sure. good Super sure. Bowl. A lot of points. We like lots of points in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. I think this could, this has the potential for it as well. But these are two pretty solid defenses too. So I re- I'm, I'm really thinking it's going to be a good football game, but I think Patrick Mahomes, he just gets it done, man. He gets it done when it matters the most. And I think that's what's going to happen again. Although, you know, I'm not going to be upset uh, that if the Niners win, I've been on the Niners all season. I've been on them. I, you know, the chiefs, not so much. It was looking kind of grim, but Ah, that's what goats do, man. They come out of nowhere and just and nab titles just like Brady did. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, I'm curious to see how Patrick Mahomes does against my favorite quarterback in the NFC. I mean, it, it'll be it'll be a matchup for it'll be a matchup for the ages. And, you know, here, here's the here, here's the key. Right. I, I mean, I think this game could be a defensive battle, which I feel like. You know, sometimes when we think of the Niners and we think of the Chiefs, Bryce, we think about the offenses, we think about, you know, all the points they can put up. And, you know, but when you look at Kansas City, what's kind of been the consistent factor, right? The defense and, you know, the Niners and their star power on defense. I just, I just kind of feel like at some point that they're due to be better than they were, uh, you know, over the postseason. I mean, what they've been doing in the postseason is just so absolutely absurd and you know i gotta think those guys are gonna have to get it fixed if they want to try to beat patrick mahomes uh you know and not lose to him again you know in the super bowl totally agree totally agree man it's i'm i'm just i'm I'm so tired of talking about it listening to things about it like i just i'm just ready for sunday to come you know um i don't know i don't know i yeah, I'm also interested in Caleb. Not switch. Usher's, Usher's greatest halftime performance. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think. I, I don't know that. You know the the Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem one can be topped. All right. I don't know. Right. Okay. So give me give me your best. Your I, I I you had to have talked about it on on BSF. Give me your best prop bet. Um. My best prop bet? Yeah, I want your best prop bet. Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown. Even money. You gotta you gotta look to cash it. He's been dominant. He's getting the job done. I mean, look, you know, I, I'm uh I I'll be team Taylor this week. You know, I just am. I got Travis Kelsey at the 37 to 1 bet uh for to, to win the Super Bowl MVP. Oh my those odds are now down to 17 to 1. Oh my! I am buying and stocking this hype up. I am buying my my share. I'm buying my share. She just won the Grammy. You know, she she just broke records. 
Travis Kelsey is going to break a record. It has a tight. I don't know if the tight ends ever won Super Bowl MVP, but Ooh, that's that's, that's uh, that could be record breaking. And you know, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. And at this point, you know, if you're not seeing the hype that's behind this train, you know, what are you watching this season? You know, so I think Kelsey's gonna have a really good game. He's proven yeah. in every game that he and he's proven every game down a stretch that he's still that guy. I'm gonna bet him again. Bet him for a touchdown. I got him for Super Bowl MVP. Uh, I still love that bet for Super Bowl MVP. If you still want it, seventeen to one. I think I think that he could be dominant in this game. The Niners side, I really like Ayuk Price. So it's plus one fifty five for him to score a touchdown. I Ayuk's been solid. Like that is still uh, he's still underrated in betting. Like and it's crazy because like he's been yes. so productive. Right, Zach literally all was. Season. He thought I was lying. Yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I can see it, dude. Like, it's insane. It's it's ridiculous. You know, I, I don't know. I like. <sighs> Ayuk is just but he's going to command some money. Uh, this offseason, especially if he shows out, you know, in this in this uh, in this game. I agree. You know, so I'm I'm a uh, I am looking Trying to pull up some, uh, here we go. We got some props here. So, uh, heads or tails, Caleb? Oh, I, I, I'll just, I'll just say, I'll just say tails. I haven't thought. Tails never fails, baby. But I'll just go, I'll just go tails. Yeah, let's just go tails. Tails. (laughs) We'll just go tails. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't thought about it enough. Um, but, uh, I'll probably, you know, I, I won't have any uh, opinion on the coin toss. Uh, I'm hoping to uh, eat some good food at this party I'm going to. Uh, oh, a party, uh, huh? Yeah, I'm going to a party. At Shockey Bryce, I'm going to a party. Are, are there going to be Are there going to be females? I, it probably probably not. It's going to be a lot of going to be a lot of. Uh, oh my goodness! You know, going oh, to be, be a good hangout. What is this? A frat boy party? No, no. Some of them are married. It's cute. Some of them are married. Some of them are married. So, uh, you know, you, you, you know, you're, you're, it's just how it works. You know, you just have a, you go to a party and you enjoy yourself. Uh, you enjoy one another's company and, uh, you know, look, that's, that's what I plan on doing during the coin toss. Uh, but then from there, uh, you know, you might as well give me a Taylor Swift shirt or something with them and her and Kelsey, because I mean, that's what I'm going to be looking at all night. I mean, so, I might so as well, you're... I might as well just buy the hype because it's going to be thrown into me and you can give me the chiefs. You can give me the chiefs. I'm back. Bryce, I've been more confident in the chiefs. Wow. I was confident against them with Baltimore. You thought I was laughing my butt off. And I said, no, I got Kansas city. I got Kansas city. I'm betting on Kansas city again. It's plus money. It's free. It's three times in a row, three times in a row. You're getting patch bones. <laughs> underdog is absurd. And any chance any chance that it's Mahomes against Brock Purdy? I'll take Patrick Mahomes. I'll just take Patrick Mahomes. I just understand. Well, well, yeah, I'd be, it, it's, you'd be foolish. You'd be a fool. I'm just doing it. Game, game on the line with Brock Purdy or Patrick Mahomes. I mean, season on the line, championships on the line. Yeah, I just, yeah. And, and, I, and I think their defense is just, again, I, you know, we talked about this on the preview pod before the season. You know, we, we, you know, one of the, the things for me, Bryce, 
you know, with Kansas City, wasn't about Mahomes. It wasn't about Kelsey for me. My thing was the run game and the defense. Thought that had to command them this year. I'm going to stick by it. Not to mention I picked Kansas City in the preseason to win it all. You know, you might as well. Might as well call me a, a fan and arrowhead, baby. Might as well. That's might right. Well. That's right. So, so okay. Kansas so here's my thing, Caleb. We've talked about this off air. Yeah. Talk about it now. Okay. If Patrick Mahomes gets this title, where is he all time? Top QBs ever. I mean, he's trying to think. I mean, right now I probably got him, you know, top 10, but look at the dynasty of it all. I mean, I'll be like fourth. Like fourth or third, maybe, you know, something wow, around that. possibly something, third. Oh, interesting. Something, something on around those lines. You know, I mean, maybe I, I go. I'd probably go with Brady, Montana, Mahomes. Ooh, boy, that's some elite company. Like very early on in, in a career. But we're, we're, I mean, look, I mean, look at what he's doing. And the other thing you have to do with Mahomes, Bryce, is it's like you're, you're predicting, you're, you're predicting the future kind of to an extent. You got to think he, if he wins this, you got to think he's probably winning at least one more bare minimum. Yeah. And you know, it's like, I'm kind of projecting the future with it as well. You know, if he retired at the end of the season. You know, I don't know if I would put him in number three, but I'm assuming that if he continues his greatness and he continues his career and having these type of seasons and these numbers, you know, I, I got to put him up that high. I mean, I just do. I just do. I agree. Totally yeah. agree. No, I, I mean, I, I'm curious to see what happens. You know, Andy Reid is a legacy question for me as well. You know, does Andy Reid move up the charts for you at all in terms of a great coach? Or would you say that, you know, it's it's Mahomes and Reed is getting the pleasure of working with, you know, that great of a quarterback. No, I think Reed Reed goes into the Shula Belichick, who whoever Landry, whoever else you want to put in there. We're talking upper echelon of coaches. I I heard a point today on Colin Coward. It was. It, Andy Reid isn't directly tied to a player, you know. Like, yes, he, yes, That's he's true. got Mahomes right now, but he was winning. Obviously, he didn't get he didn't win the big one before Mahomes, but he was getting to the playoffs and conference championship games consistently before Patrick Mahomes got there. And and most of the time, when when teams or when coaches are consistently getting there, it's they're missing a piece or two. Well, I, Mahomes was the missing piece to get over the hump. You know, like he yep. did in Philadelphia with Donovan McNabb. He was winning even with Michael Vick, you know, till Philly chased him, chased him out. He's winning with Alex Smith. And, you know, he got Patrick Mahomes and, you know, he got over the hump finally. I think that puts him in the upper echelon, Caleb. I really do. It's a good one. I mean, it's tough to argue it. Um, I mean, he, he, uh, you're right. You know, the Philly success is definitely something to consider with him. And, uh, you know, if he can lead this team to another Super Bowl, you know, there's a lot of answers there. But Bryce, you know, the other guy that that could answer a lot of criticism, uh, specifically from myself, 
is uh, Kyle Shanahan. You know, if Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan, you know, can win this Super Bowl, Bryce, I mean, this would this would alleviate some pressure, in my opinion, some legacy pressure on Shanahan. I mean, you know how I feel about Shanahan. I I don't think that you can take him seriously at this point until he gets to the Super Bowl and and and, and wins the Super Bowl. I think he's got to win the Super Bowl to get this hump. You know, people want to put him on the same track as, a, you know, a McVay or even an Andy Reid currently. You know, my thought process is you got to win the Super Bowl, you know, and, and this team is loaded enough talent wise where they're favored in this game. They should win this game. They should win this game. I mean, you said it. They got the better team. They got the better team. And if I'm looking at the same coach, you know, I'm looking at the same level of coaching. You know, I, I got to think Shanahan, Shanahan needs to bring it for me in this game. I mean, if he loses to the same team twice in the Super Bowl, I mean, doesn't that do anything for you in terms of his legacy, Bryce? Yes. I mean, I mean, getting to a Super Bowl is, is tough. We've seen several coaches make multiple Super Bowls. But not winning it kind of just makes you, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a good coach. I think that's the if you win at least one. I think it makes you a great coach. And we talk about Shanahan being, we say he's a great coach already because, you know, he's consistently, you know, they're in the mix, like all the time when they're healthy, even when they're not healthy, they're in the mix. And when they're not healthy, they're just kind of out of it. They fall out of it. But this year they're, they're fully healthy going into this game. The favorites, they have all the weapons. They have everything that they need to succeed and win this game. But obviously, the big question is the quarterback. But, you know, with what Shannon's been able to do with the quarterback, you know, kind of leaves it as, all right, he should still win this game regardless. So if Kyle Shanahan wants to be remembered, as far as legacy goes, if he wants to be remembered as a great coach, he has to win a title. He has to. And he's got as good of an opportunity right now to do it. And I think it's meaningful. It's not beating some some team that got randomly hot and just made the Super Bowl that probably shouldn't even be there, right? No, no, no. This is Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, the upper echelon in both of their respective jobs, quarterback and head coach. Yes. This is an opportunity to cement your legacy. And in my opinion, get out a little bit of of your dad's shadow. I think he's done a pretty good job of getting out of it. This will fully put him out of out of Mike's shadow a little bit. I got and this I, is, yeah, like this is Kyle yeah. Shanahan. Like, like, oh, wait, you know, you know, Mike Shanahan, Hall of Famer. You know, if Kyle wins this game, I think this cements him as a, as a he's on the road to a Hall of Fame career. It's just another stepping stone in that. So I think another, it is big. Huge. Massive. I think it's massive. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Massive. Massive. What what um what matchup are you eyeing in the Super Bowl? What what matchup do you think? Oh yeah, I a, oh, yes. a factor in this. Yes, yes, what's yes, your yes, what's your like? Yes. Okay, if this team wins this matchup, that you know you feel more confident about them winning the game, vice versa. Let's let's go with Kansas City. Predicted Kansas City. Kansas City. What is Kansas City? What's the matchup that you think would be key for a Kansas City Chiefs victory? We'd sit there and we'd be like, man, this unit they played their butt off. You know, I think it is Trent McDuffie versus oh. whoever he's got. I, you know, I think it'll be a mix between Debo and Ayuk. Oh, I am McDuffie. very excited. 
I like McDuffie. Big McDuffie he, game. He was, he was, he struggled as a rookie. He did. But he has he come along and he has kind of made a name for him. So like, oh man, that, that's Trent McDuffie, man. Like he's, you know, he, he's, he's a pro he's level guy. Time. Yeah. He's right? big time, you know, like, yeah. So, and we obviously know Debo stands on business. Like he doesn't back down from anyone. Ayuk just kind of goes out and does his thing. So I think it's like super, I, I think that matchup is really interesting. Something that I will be watching. Um, you know, if McDuffie can kind of interrupt the, the timing that Brock Purdy's looking for, but also can he hang with those receivers when Brock Purdy scrambles too? Because I feel like that the, the Purdy scramble is a little bit part of that game as well. Like, obviously, it's not as glitz and glam as we talk about, like, with Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, right? But sure, it is a part of the game. Like, you have to account for it. You can't just give up on the play. So, and if you get up on the play, that's when big plays happen for the Niners, usually. You know, so I think it'd be very interesting to watch that matchup. I like Trent McDuffie, and this is a chance for him to show it on the biggest stage. Yeah, I mean, that's a good matchup. It's a good call. Um, you know, for me, I'm going to go with the other guys on Kansas City, meeting like somebody from that Marquez, Valdez, Scandling, <laughs> Justin Watson. Like, I think one of those guys has to, you know, I'm not, I'm not just talking like make it, you know, like, hey, like have a good game statistically, like, Make your presence felt, you know, like a touchdown or something like they got to get these guys, you know, they got to make the Niners think they're going to go to them, you know, because everyone and their mother is going to know they want to get the ball to Kelsey. They know they're going to want to get the ball to Pacheco. They know they're going to want to get the ball to Rice. But how can Watson, how can Marquez Valdez-Scantling affect the way that the team is going to defend him? That's something I'm very much going to watch for uh, in that game. Bryce, what do you think about the Niners? There's a certain matchup that you feel like, hey, you know, if they're going to win, not, this is how they're going to win. Uh, well, I think it's going to be, uh, man, there's a couple different ways I can go on this. I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily a matchup. I think it's just going to be a guy that I think he can't have a quiet night. And I think it's going to be George Kittle. You know, George Kittle, you know, really wanted to get back to this game. And we've seen him make, we've seen him make big plays, but we've also had games where, you know, he's just kind of a blocker and does that extremely well. Does that at a high level? Like, I'm not doubting that at all, but I think you have to make, you have to get, you have to make some big catches in this game. Like you are one of the guys. You're right. Right. You are one of those guys that that needs and should be relied upon in a game like this. Yes. So if you go, you know, one catch for five yards, that's not helping your team. In my opinion, even though you could have thrown, you could have had, you know, three pancake blocks. I, I don't think that's enough from a big guy, from a big time player like you, the host and, you know, founder of tight end you. Like you got to represent, and especially if you know Kelsey, arguably, well, probably the best tight end in the league is in this game. Uh-huh. Come on, man! 
We got to show up. We got to show up for it. So I think Kittle's going to have to have a good game in order for them to win as well. I'm going to go with the Niners offensive line. I think Chris Jones and Carl Loftus, you know, everyone's projecting to have pretty good games, right? Get some pressure on the quarterback. But, you know, this is a Niners offensive line that, you know, they really need to make a point here. I mean, Trent Williams, you know, as great of a tackle as he is, great as an acquisition as he is, the other guys in this unit need to be playing at a high, high level. You know, be able to recognize the blitzes that are coming and allow for Brock Purdy to make plays. I mean, Brock Purdy is not going to move out of the pocket. That's just not the type of guy he is. He's going to stand in the pocket and fire the throws in there. And I just think that's going to be critical of this offensive line to protect. I mean, I think Kansas City's defensive line is filthy. I think it is really good. Mm-hmm. And if they if they have a field day against Purdy, we're we're talking two interceptions. I mean, that's just the way it goes. And if they if they can protect him, they got a shot. They got a shot. And you know, I I, I feel like that's why they paid Williams to help lead that line. But the others got to come alongside him at some point. You know, and that's that's kind of where, you know, my my thoughts are. Uh, Bryce, anything else on this game that that's coming to your mind? I mean, we both have Kansas City winning this game. We'll talk some matchups. Uh, you know, any any other, you know, anything? It's anything sticking out to you uh, that we haven't discussed? Any storyline that's intriguing you? No, I, I, I'm re- like I said earlier. I'm ready for this game to be played. We've been talking about it for two weeks. Yeah, I'm ready to I'm ready to go and watch this game. I just want a good game. I want some points. I want some good plays. I just want the stars to be on display. Sure, that's what I want. Sure, you know I'm open for a good halftime show. You got I'm I'm open for a good halftime show. I'm about to. Hey, like, are you show. like fanboying Usher now? Well, Lord knows we need good halftime shows. Lord knows we need good halftime shows. Sometimes we get too much of an inconsistency in halftime shows. Uh, I mean, we got to we got to get the the top two songs on the playlist. You know, they've got it. You know, DJ got his fall in love is not somehow that chorus is not being sung at the halftime show. Usher, get the sack. If Ludacris is not out there or Lil' oh. John is not out there, what are we doing? This can't be a new promotion. This cannot be a promotion. I mean, he's going to do something from his new album, but let's think of something, Usher. Okay, let's think of something. Bryce, where do we stand on the commercials? In or out on Super Bowl commercials? I'm starting to become out because I just don't feel like they've been as good as they used to be. I'm hopeful. Gronkowski making a kick doesn't do it for you? No. Okay. No. Even though, I, no, even though it might win me money. If, if no. he kicks it good, it might oh, win me money. Of course you bet on that. Of course you okay. bet on it. No surprise okay. there. Okay. I, I, I mean, Gronk's, Gronk's a great guy. He's a great tight end. At least I can do it. You better just, hope he makes a kick. I think he will. He will. He will. He'll get it done. Over oh, 2? Over oh, 2? That'd be wild. Hot! Gronkowski caught! If he doesn't make the second kick. Caught! <laughs> caught! Caught it! Oh, anyway, we, um, I agree with you. We did a lot of hype in this game. We want to talk in this game. Just get the game going. Bryce, now we get to a part that you know, we're going to start introducing uh, after next week. You know, we got the Super Bowl. Obviously, we'll talk about the Super Bowl next week, but we are going to start getting into our college basketball discussion. And tonight, we're not going to go too deep into it, but mostly just kind of, you know, we're looking at the forecast of college basketball this year. We're looking at what's sticking out to us. 
you know, what, what are we kind of eyeing, you know, as we get down the stretch? Because we are close. We are definitely down the stretch. We're definitely down the stretch. Bryce, what is um, what have you seen so far from this college basketball season? I mean, have you seen Juwan Howard being a league coach? Have you seen, uh, you know, Calvin Sampson getting up ejections for you this year? Yeah, uh, man. What, 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 what have you been looking at? What have you been looking How at? How about that, man? Um, I a couple things. Well, I, I I'm shocked that North Carolina has been able to rebound the way they have after an abysmal, abysmal season last year. Hey, you blasted Hubert. Oh, dude, that was <laughs> awful. That was that was straight terrible, you dude. You put down the That's stretch. so bad. Uh, I, I did want to bring this up, Caleb. Um, I ha, have you have you kind of explored what's what happened to Arkansas? I've looked into it a ton, but it's not good. Have you heard? Have you heard the stuff? Not. An insane amount. I mean, guys are dropping off the team. They're not winning. It looks like it's dysfunctional. No, uh, I haven't like really dove into it. You should probably dive into that. <laughs> All right. Well, what are we looking at with Arkansas? What are we looking at, Bryce? What are we looking at with the Razorbacks? Uh, well, so, you really don't know. I mean, I know some. I don't know all of it. I don't know all of it, but go ahead. Take it away. What do you got on Arkansas? I mean, the gist, the gist is there's a messy live love triangle between three teammates. And uh, oh, I don't know this at all. I don't know this. Oh, you don't know this. No, I don't know this part at all. No. Oh, but it's no guys have been, you know, are off the team, the, you know, are taking well, back and et cetera. Yeah. So. <laughs> so there's a love advice. triangle between. Three teammates. Oh, not never good. And it's never good. Well, there's no females involved. Wow. Within the team. Yeah. I did not. I did not read. No, I didn't read anything about this. Yeah, you might. You might want to go read that. Yeah, I, I mean that's that. that. That would be a. That would yeah. That would be a downfall. Down. Yeah, that would. That'd be a door. That yeah. That'd be a yeah. downfall. Yeah, that, that you, wouldn't work out much. No. Hence no. why there's people leaving the team. So, uh, yeah, you might want to go explore that one, Caleb. But uh, anyway, the other thing that I am, I, I, I'm a little, I'm a little surprised. Maybe I shouldn't be, but is the resurgence of UConn again this season, you know, being, being again, number one, you know, defending champion, they lost, they lost guys. Uh, you know, no Sonogo, no Hawkins, no Andre Jackson, three of their top players of that championship squad. You know, there are some leftovers, but those were the three biggest and they all left. They all went to the draft and here they are again, top, top dogs at sitting at 20 and two, just running through teams, just running through teams. Now I will say Butler and Thad Mata gave them a little fight last night, Caleb, just a little bit, just a little bit. So, but uh, I mean, UConn's looking strong right now. Uh, Purdue, cute, cute, uh, cute regular season team as usual. They're right there, of course. Um, you don't like him for the title? Come on, Caleb. You don't either. 
You don't either. Don't don't give me this. You are you know the number one of my title race. You know the number one. The number one. The number one. The the number one team on my Caleb. Caleb, you know you you of all people. You of all people. You as an IU fan should know. Zachariah Edie is the best what basketball player in the country. Oh my gosh. Okay. He's the most dominant force in the country. Okay. And there's nobody else like him in college basketball. Okay. Then, okay. Okay. Great. Well, we said that last year. We said that last year. We got to buy the storyline, though. I'm buying the storyline. Buying the storyline of the one losing to 16. Oh my gosh. No, this is not Virginia. Get out of my face with this. No, this is, a joke. this is a joke. This is a joke. <laughs> You feel more comfortable with UConn repeating than Purdue winning a championship? Yep, sure do. Gee. Sure do. You're that low. You just think Purdue's going to choke it again. Yes. What else? What else is new? I mean, if Purdue chokes it, I mean, you guys start questioning what championship again. <laughs> I mean, he, he, I mean, you probably won't get a whole lot better of a player than, uh, Zach Eady at your university. Well, they keep recruiting tall white guys. So, I mean, whatever. I mean, more power to you. Congratulations. But do you know how to use it? You know, like, I, they're so frustrated. Like, I, I don't know that their guard play is going to be good enough again. It has, because, looked, it has looked pretty good this year, though. Because I'm telling you, and if the whistles go a certain way, yeah, and, and, and your guards don't, they can't manage what they do yeah team's in trouble again fair enough they're better than last year but i don't know if they're that much better you know fair enough yeah i won't push back i won't push back on it i mean i i would have them as the number one team but i can understand you know the lack of trust there i mean it, it's uh you know, i look i think they got to do it this year okay i think they're under the clock if they can't do it this year uh, you know they should feel in trouble uh the other team that i really like uh, Bryce and uh, you know, there's, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, I don't think there's any legitimate like over the top favorite right now. I'm getting early in the process. I mean, what are we thinking of? Kind of the blue bloods, the Kansases, the Dukes, the Kentuckys. Are we? Are we? You know what? Let Let's just go there. Big teams off the top. What What are we? What are we eyeing from from the bigger schools? The 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 pristine schools in college basketball. Well, I think Kansas, Kansas got the big win over Houston plus money at home uh, over Houston. I think that's a big time win. Um, you know, they got, uh, they got some guys back from last year. Um, you know, they look poised to, to make a run in the tournament again. Duke. I want to like Duke. I always want to like Duke, but I just don't know if, I mean, they just got destroyed by North Carolina and Armando Baycott, who's been there for 8 million years. Can't just decide to leave college basketball once and for all. Uh, And then with Kentucky, mm, 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 mm. what to do with them? What's to do with them? I mean, they can't defend. They can't defend. No. Well, I mean, no surprise from a Cal Perry team, right? I mean, congrats, (laughs) congrats on Dillingham getting 35 the other night in a loss, in a loss to number five, Tennessee, who is looking good, by the way. Tennessee does look good. 
Ziegler and, and, and James, you know, back this season. So I yeah. mean, they look good. I Great mean, congrats, congrats to Kentucky for just blowing out Vanderbilt, though. Kudos to you. But yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, they have to defend. They have to be better. There's just there's just a lot of basketball left to be played. There is a lot of basketball. There's a lot you're of right. basketball left to be played. You're right. I don't you're know. right. I don't what know. Do you, you know, I mean, we don't have any. You know, I mean, obviously, we could talk through some power five teams, what we've been seeing from different conferences, what we haven't been seeing from different conferences. But, you know, Bryce said, um, you know, if you're looking at the polls right now, the top mid-range, you know, the top mid-majors currently, Dayton, Florida Atlantic, Utah State, Utah State and New Mexico, Bryce Richard Patino, coaching Boy, New Mexico Lobos. I mean... We got, you know, nothing too insane, you know, in the in the uh, in the mid-major world of things. Have you been able to catch anything like that? Any mid-major you think could potentially uh, sneak in and do something in the tournament, or you haven't haven't looked into it a ton yet? Mm, not quite there yet. I'm starting to work myself into it a little bit. Um, you know, I, I don't know that I trust any of them to make a deeper. I mean, you never know every year, but sure, nothing that really sticks out to me a ton. You know, Florida Atlantic. I think they're the beneficiary of being in the poll, you know, the top of the poll, um, you know, at the beginning of the season. Um, you know, I mean, they do have some good victories. I mean, they beat Arizona by one. Um, but I mean, outside of that, I mean, really, what have they what have they shown? Oh, you lost to Brian at home. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, you lost to Florida Gulf Coast, you lost to Charlotte. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they have it in them to to do, you know, what what they did last year. I mean, they have a lot of returning guys. I mean, that they've been there, done that. You know, that that can be important uh, when sure. you're going gets tough in these games. But I'm 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 happy for Richard Patino, but they really haven't been battle tested. You know, they've lost. They when they play ranked opponents, they're two and two. And the two wins that they have are in their conference. You know, conference games are always played harder. Sure. Um, and you know what? They were both at home. They haven't even won a ranked road game yet. So, and those are coming up. You know, San Diego State, Utah State towards the end of the season here. Yeah, that'll, be, that'll be big. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to, to see. But I am happy for Patino, though, because we kind of left him for dead after he was let go from Minnesota. Yeah, so, it is yeah. nice to see yeah. You know, him kind of have some success, you know, with a, you, you know, with less pressure, less ex- expectation. Um, so I think that's good news. But I don't know, man. I don't know that you're going to see a San Diego State or, you know, Florida Atlantic make the run that they did again uh, in this upcoming tournament. Bryce, uh, the second best team in Indiana is a mid-major. Indiana yeah. State. Yeah. Indiana State has been. Uh, I, I've uh, I caught a game of. I've been watching a little bit of their uh, their product. Uh, they got a guard, uh, you know, a couple guards. I, I, you might have covered one of them when we were you working at Indy Star. Uh, Conwell from Pike. You remember him at all? I Pike? don't actually. He, uh, no, I don't. He, he's he's kind of he's doing his thing over there, and they got okay. a kid who's about thirty minutes away from where I am currently in Evansville, Indiana, uh, who uh, is on Indiana State. Absolute baller. Absolute baller. Uh, you know, they're a fun little mid-major to check out. One I would highly recommend, uh, you know, who I think could make a, you know, an interesting run in this tournament. I mean, they got size, they got, they got shooting, they're, they're athletic. Uh, I'll be, I'll be curious to see where, uh, where it all stands with them. But, 
you know, that's just kind of be a, you know, that's our quick hitter conversation. Obviously we'll, we'll watch a little more games, you know, we'll start getting into more games, start getting into more teams. We'll start breaking it down by conferences. I mean, you got some conferences, Bryce, like the Pac-12, who are just, it's an abysmal conference this year. I mean, UCLA, <laughs> you know, pretty much MIA, it's pretty much all Arizona, Bryce. I mean, the, the conference mm-hmm. is not very good. You look at the Big Ten, the Big Ten seems to be on a downswing. I mean, Jawan Howard and the and Michigan Wolverines just beat a top 10 team at home, and you thought Michigan might have been, uh, and it kind of makes you wonder what to think about Wisconsin. So, uh, you know, not uh, not a great, you know, for some conferences, not a great year. Big 12 seems like a juggernaut. Uh, but again, we'll get into we'll get into all of that as the season uh, keeps rolling on, because, you know, as Bryce mentioned, we're going to start trying to figure out some ways to get some segments going. Figure out some ways to kind of discuss it a little bit more so that when it comes to March Madness, you know, we'll be ready for you. We'll have all the we'll have, we'll have everything. We'll have everything. We'll give you the inside scoop. We'll give you the whole nine yards. And then sooner rather than later, Bryce, we'll, we'll, we'll get in the NBA before we know. So, uh, Bryce, we got one more week, one more week of the NFL, and we are moving on to our next chapter. Uh, shout out Zach Griffith for uh, coming on, helping us with the playoffs. Um, you know, I cut him this week. I cut him. He's a free agent available for all waivers. Uh, uh, transactions. Uh, I think he's gone unclaimed, though. I think he's gone unclaimed, according to my sources. What a so, shame. Uh, it is a shame because of the terrific work that he was able to put out. Uh, He's a clown, so. so. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, So welcome uh, again. Uh, Thank you very much uh, for listening to this podcast. And uh, don't be afraid to rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe.